Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Talking Smack. Today, I have my friend Aaron on. Yo. Are we friends? Can I say that? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we know each sure. other well no, enough yeah. now. <laughs> it's okay. like the, the, the three, the three. if I see you three times, like, and we chop we're it homies. up, like, we're homies. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Aaron's on, and we're going to talk about a ton of things today. I'm really excited to get into this with you because mm-hmm. I feel like you have so much insight, and you're vulnerable, and you give yeah. really deep like insight to how Mm. you're feeling about things so basically i want to jump right into it and ask you about you've been on like this huge personal growth journey Mm -hmm. lately and tell me a little bit about where that started what you're doing to grow and kind of your mindset around it yeah uh i feel like for me it it came to like a position where like my whole life like i had nothing really dramatic happen like crazy Mm -hmm. you know so i was just going through the motions of life of not having really experienced like really hardships Mm mm-hmm and then uh, about a year ago, like, um, I lost my uncle. That was very dear to us. Um, and then from that, I've never dealt with, like, a death before in my family. Mm-hmm. Like, someone I actually had a relationship with. Like, you know, someone I was really close with on a day-to-day. And then um, that was hard. And then a couple months later, I lost a really close family friend. Um, it was, like, a second mom to me. After that, I lost, you know, I lost my relationship, fortunately. Um, and then lost, there was more to loss than that. But I never dealt with so much loss you know, mm-hmm. in my whole living experience. So, but I've always grew up to understand, like, at the end of the day, it's about where you, it's about where you send your direction when you're lost. So I was just feeling all these things at once. And I didn't know what was, how to really express it. Mm-hmm. But I always knew if I just stay still, I think that's one of the biggest things I've been learning right now in this, in this journey, this season, because I call it a season of growth. Mm-hmm. I believe that everyone has like a season that they're, they're in at, at the time of their life. And for my season, it's really just a reflection and just seeing where where it comes from, like the growth. And um, so, yeah, I, I really dove deep and just to myself, like I, I, I was able to reflect and, and say, like, this can go either two ways. There's mm-hmm. A or B, like I can get lost in it and like go downhill or I can accept what's happening in my life right now and actually like find a healthy outcome. You mm-hmm. know, when I started feeling all those losses, I, I just strictly uh, I'm a big believer. Right. So like I just just really focused on my, my, my spiritual connection. I feel like your spiritual connection is the outroot to everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really started just, you know, diving, I got back into church and started diving more in my faith and my belief. And, um, right. Cause like I, when all that was happening to me, like I was lost, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, everything's blurring out. What's going on. I don't know what, I don't know what to do. Um, but when you just like breathe and like, yo, like just settle it down, be still, you know, I was really diving into like, cutting out all distractions like mm-hmm. anything that anything that would that could have caused the distractions for that time period in my season that i was going in through growth uh i had to cut it out um because mm-hmm. it wasn't serving me in a way where um i can move forward through that process of just healing within healing i feel like it's important to be able to have reflection because i feel like reflection is the main main source to healing um and being able to like say okay yo, this is what's happening mm-hmm. i have to accept it I lost my uncle. I lost my family friend. I lost my relationship. Like, mm-hmm. this is what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I going to do about it? You know, right. I'm not going to sit there and like, yeah, like it's normal to grieve and like mourn and like, you know, whatever. But it's like, okay, at some point, it's actually like, what, what's, what's the goal here? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to stay stuck in here? Or do you yeah. want to like 
surpassing, overcoming, you know? So that's kind of where I'm at right now, so. When all of that was happening and when you were dealing with that and you were feeling lost, do you feel like you go inward to where you don't want to be around anyone? Or do you feel like you were like, okay, I need to be vulnerable and I need to have friendships that I can reach out to and be yeah. like, hey, I'm struggling right now. Yeah. Like, because I know we've talked about this mm -hmm. a little bit before, but mm -hmm. like as a female, I feel like it's easier to ask for help mm -hmm. sometimes when it comes to that. Not I definitely. don't deal with that. I feel like it's yeah. harder for me to actually reach out and be like, I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. But do you feel like you have a core group of friends that you get to go to and can actually help you through that? Or do you feel like it was more the inward things that helped you start to kind of move and grow mm -hmm. and be productive again so that's that's, that's interesting you said that because i feel like where i've always been at my life i always knew i had a solid group of mm -hmm. support so i always knew that i had people around me that i can go to the support people that really understand what I'm, what's really going on and those are the people that really understand like have to really the good and bad because mm -hmm. if you just tell someone about the bad in a relationship of course they're going to give you bad insight you know right. if you give someone who's never dealt with the death before they're not going to be able to tell you how, how you know what I'm saying so it's really mm -hmm. just picking and choosing how you want to go about certain people so I felt like in that aspect I was like look I have my biggest thing is just being still like mm -hmm. just accepting it feeling it but also knowing that I'm not alone and that's where a lot of spirituals comes into my life, you know, like knowing that I had God there 24-7, listening to worship music, you know, mm -hmm. going to church, you know, reading my devotions. like. And know. I think there's a difference, too, between going to someone to have them solve your problems mm -hmm. or going to someone and just saying, I have so much exactly. that I'm carrying. Yeah. I need to talk about this. Yeah. I need to get this off this chest, like off my chest. Can you please just listen to me? Like, yeah. I just need you to listen i just yeah. need to get rid of this yeah. which is why it's like you know that's sometimes hard because i'm a fixer like yeah, if you come to same. me with a problem same. i want to fix it and yeah. i want to help you like walk you through it yeah. and sometimes it's hard to be that person too that's like okay i'm just gonna listen and i'm gonna take a step back and let you just get it all out and and that's tough i feel like for me to even answer that question even deeper is like i had to let go mm -hmm. i had to let go of all control Cause like you can't like it's harder when you can't control something. I can't control my uncle passing away or mm -hmm. sure passing or my family friend or my girl leaving me. I can't do any of that. I can't control mm -hmm. that. So when I just let go and say, look, like I have faith that everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. When you do that, you get clear vision on like what is the next step now. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? How is that going to benefit you in the long run? So when I let when I just like you know what, let me just let go. Let me stop chasing her. Let me stop. You know. Let me stop finding myself in a in, in a negative reflection of like what I miss and what mm -hmm. I could have done or what this and that, let me put myself, okay, what, what can I do now moving forward? Mm -hmm. And I think when I started to do that, I started really just to feel peace because like mm -hmm. it's out of my hands. Right. I had to make a decision. I was like, look, like I can't do this. You know, mm -hmm. I cannot handle all this going on right now. And I don't want to because I've tried doing that within relationships in general mm -hmm. like you try to force it or you try to and it just doesn't go your way you know mm -hmm. and that's where i felt like i was at with my relationship with myself like yo yeah. if you continue to keep doing this to yourself it's going to get ugly and mm -hmm. it's going to change you and it, it did change me a lot like mm -hmm. through about these past three years like i, I wasn't the same person mm -hmm. a lot of things changed me and that's because i wasn't i was trying to force everything i was trying to become someone who i wasn't for somebody i was trying to be more than enough for somebody so like that really is what made me realize like yo I've already tried this. It didn't go well. Mm -hmm. So let me just try the healthy way, you know, yeah. which I, I was able to identify it was healthy mm -hmm. after reflecting on how unhealthy I was. You know? Right. So, yeah. Do you sure. think like you trying to become this person for someone else 
it was something you set up in your own mind or do you think that's something that your relationship with that person like they were asking for those things mm. and you're like i'm not this or just like social media and everything <sighs> that we see and it's, everything's a highlight reel we have to be perfect and yeah. we have to be fit and we yeah. have to be yeah. whatever like i'm sure it's a combination of all the things yeah but it's a little bit everything honestly it's it's mm -hmm. for one i wasn't um i'm very picky when it comes to dating I, I, my, which my, is good you should set, be yeah my, my view set is i don't date just experience i date for a future right like right. so like when i've never really had a lot of girlfriends so mm -hmm. i wasn't really experienced in that realm of like i'm, I'm only 25 like as mm -hmm. my like this was my my, my first real everyone knows like their real first relationship yeah like, everyone has that first mm -hmm. relationship that was real that felt like the man i've dated every once in a while girlfriend a boyfriend high yeah. school stuff but in a real relationship, like this is my first one. So a lot mm -hmm. of it was like, I didn't know I was doing all this stuff. I was just trying to be the best man I could have, you know, mm -hmm. for, and I'm not perfect. Like I've, I've had mm -hmm. my faults and I'm not going to sit here and I'm this perfect man, but that was the biggest thing. And also, yeah, like, like people's expectations. Like for me, I would never really care about people's expectations. Like mm -hmm. I didn't care too much, but on the other hand, the other person, you know, about the image or how they want to be looked on or what they want to perceive on social media and social media does suck now for relationships mm -hmm. there's so much expectation there that it's it's unhealthy that's why like now i've been able to like separate myself from my personal personal life on mm -hmm. social media and i'd rather have that conversation in person right mm -hmm. like i'm very particular on what i want to show because not because i want to be fake or anything it's just because i want to be able to have control of like who i am Mm -hmm. Not what social media perceives me to be. You well, know? and who has access yeah, to you too. Exactly. Who has access to those private yeah. pieces of you. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that I've kind of struggled with, with be feeling like I need to put all the things in my life on social media. Yeah. And it's not true. You get to choose what you yeah. put on social media. And yeah. I feel like that's why I've kind of tried to make a shift of being like, no, I've struggled with anxiety. I'm mm -hmm. going through it. Like I've divorced. I'm yeah. go going through all these things. Yeah. And like, because so many people would say like, oh, this looks perfect or your life looks amazing or this, that and the other. And it's like you don't have a peek behind the door. Yeah. And I think that also should translate to like it, like don't judge anyone because mm -hmm. you've never walked a day in their shoes. Yeah. You have no idea their childhood traumas. You have no idea what they've gone through in their life. And social media is not the be all end all. It's not the you know, the vanity metrics and whatever mm. and the likes, like it, it's so easy to get so caught up in thinking you have to portray yourself a certain mm. way on social media. And I feel like mm. with my, my ex, my last relationship, I remember thinking when we were dating, I was always like, Oh, we have to get this cute picture. We have to do this. And for the I, gram. Yeah. we got to do it for the gram. And it, we, I wasn't really present mm. because I was constantly like, Oh, we got to redo that picture. We got to do this because I, in my head, I was like, I need to show everyone that I'm having yeah, this great yeah, time. I need yeah. to do this. And I, feel like now i have so much more peace i'm so much more grounded not even taking pictures of where we are yeah. or doing anything and of course like we want to get some pictures we want to have those memories even if they don't get thrown up on instagram but it's like being able to look at it now differently and look at it like i am focused on being present mm -hmm. in my life mm -hmm. and enjoying where mm -hmm. i am instead of thinking about what these expectations are for me to show up on Instagram. No, yeah, that's. I think that's a very like even what you just said. Present. I've, I've in my growing stage right now, my healing stage. I've definitely not even this, but what I'm learning, right? Like what I'm learning right now, and what I didn't really realize back then is, like I, I we talked about it off like off camera mm -hmm. that that quote that I posted. It was very important. I think that's where it's at now, and um, you know the one where it's like 
stress comes from the past. Mm-hmm. Anxiety comes from towards the future, like looking towards the future, then peace comes with being present. Mm-hmm. I think in my, my past, I always know that my stress came from what I could have done, mm-hmm. you know, or where I should be at. And then my anxiety will always come from where am I going to go? Right. And not having that direction, like, and not having, just trying to control that direction, right? And mm-hmm. I'm at a point now where I'm so much more peaceful than ever because, like, I'm just always in the present now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the biggest thing is being in the, like, of course, have your goals, like, what you want to become, like, what you want to do. But when you just focus so much on that, you don't get shit done. Mm-mm. You're just constantly thinking about what's going to be in the future instead of actually being present and saying, what can I do right now mm-hmm. to get myself there? And I think that's a lot of things that really helped me a lot to find my most growth, even in the gym or like mm-hmm. spiritual or like just because when you're always thinking about what I want to do, it's like that thought's always there. But when you're actually like in the present saying, okay, what am I going to do today to do that? Mm-hmm. Like that's when you see the most results. That's when you see the most growth. Like, yo, like I never, like I was even telling about like, even camera off camera, like I never expected to see myself in a certain way in the gym mm-hmm. ever. And I've been getting so much results lately because I wasn't thinking about, oh, I wonder how it would look like, or oh, I, one day I want to get in the gym and be mm-hmm. this. Big. No, it's like, no, I'm doing it. Like, right. right. Like you're being, I'm present. Like you're enjoying the process exactly. and you know you're going to get to that mm-hmm. goal, but it's not you're not upset where you are at mm-hmm. right now because yeah. you're not at that goal. That's something my trainer actually asked me the other day. Um, he asked me if I was happy with my results mm-hmm. and he asks me this every so often. And I was like, I'm so happy. I feel yeah. stronger. I feel mentally more cr- clear and so many other things. And he's like, I know we're not at your like end goal where you want to be. And I was like, it doesn't even matter yeah, anymore. Matter. I'm so happy yeah. with the process. And I think that's where a lot of people, and we were talking about this off mm-hmm. camera is we want the blueprint. We want to get to the goal. We want the steps on how to get somewhere. And we need to fall in love with the process because yeah. someone else's point A to point B is mm-hmm. going to be completely different exactly. than mine and completely different than yours. Exactly. And if you fall in love with the process and you fall in love with how you like doing things, or what actually brings you joy, what actually brings you peace, you're going to be so much happier than thinking, oh, I got to keep up with the Joneses on Instagram. For real. And that's that's the biggest thing that I've realized right now is everybody just wants that vacation, Mm -hmm. but no one wants to put the work in for it. Mm -hmm. Where I was at six months ago, I never would have thought I would have been at this much peace of my life. Mm -hmm. Like some people might say, like, for example, like Maclash, oh my gosh, she's a successful entrepreneur. She's doing her thing. But it's like, no one really knows what goes into that. Mm-hmm. But people only see the end result. Right. But it's like, if you sat down, like, yo, you have to do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, oh, okay, yeah, never mind. I don't want to do that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's a lot of work. It is. And I think that's what people is just have those, those ideas or those dreams. But it's like, yo, it's great to have a dream, but also be prepared to what comes for that. Mm-hmm. you know so like how much work time yeah. effort actually goes into it like someone even said that the other day i said that i don't take clients anymore mm. and they were like oh so you just get to come in and do whatever and i was like i uh, put yeah. so many years in yeah. like seven full years yeah. six and a half years probably of taking clients full-time mm. or working six days a week i remember when we first opened the shop i was here like 8 a.m to 8 p.m most nights and that was like four or five days a week mm-hmm. because there was so much to be done. And I put so much pressure on myself yeah. and I didn't talk about it yeah, <laughs> when of course. we were doing it. I was constantly running home to check on the dogs. Like yeah. I was in a constant state of stress and I knew that that was not something that I yeah. wanted. I knew I wanted to feel peace. I knew I wanted to be able to be present and in mm-hmm. the moment. And so I had to change things in my business to be able to get yeah. there. Um, but I feel like 
it is something that I was looking at so much, even just, you know, a year ago mm. and how different the person I am mm. now. Yeah. And I think that's where people get caught up is they think, oh, well, I have to get to point B. Mm-hmm. And instead of looking at it like, okay, I need to take one step and mm-hmm. then I need to take one more step and then I take one more step. They think yeah. they have to do it all at once. Yeah. Nothing is ever going to be no, all at once. No, Nothing is no. overnight, yeah. especially in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Instant gratification is Bro, not if, a if thing. If I could go to the gym once <laughs> I know. and get a six pack. If and, I could eat one bro, chicken rice and broccoli meal and lose 10 pounds, that would be, be nice. great. But it's not like that. Nothing in life mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. that. And you have to, like we've been talking about, fall in love with the process and get used to working hard for yeah. what you want. And I think that's what sets people apart is having the dedication and the commitment mm-hmm. to actually following the steps to mm-hmm. get to their goals. And I feel yeah. like one thing that's helped me, if I write out a goal of where I want to be, I start writing, how am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. And I just brain dump everything. And I feel mm-hmm. like that makes it a lot more clear on the steps I have to take. Cause I feel like that's where people get caught up as I say, I don't know where to start. Yeah. You intuitive, you intuitively yeah. know. I feel no, like people sure know more than they think they do. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love journaling because mm-hmm. I start writing down all these things. Or even if I have like a feeling, a lot of emotions or feeling anxious, I'll just start writing down and things will pop up that mm-hmm. I didn't even think I was anxious about. And I feel like that's is something that helped me when yeah. I started to want to work towards other goals. Yeah. And it's like we said, again off camera, like that even going into that, it's, you don't got to be great to start. You got to start to be great. Mm-hmm. Like I heard that a long time ago. That stuck with me so much. That's why everything I do now, like I love the process. And mm-hmm. that goes just in the process. That pretty much means like there's going to be a process of that. And you don't got to be great right now. Mm-hmm. But if you keep, if you eventually start and you be consistent, you will become great at what you mm-hmm. do. And even like going off what you just said right now, I think it's very important that when you said like when you were stressed out in 8 a.m., you're doing all these things when you're building this business and that. I feel like the fact that you're able to come on this and express that now is important mm-hmm. because especially what I'm learning now being vulnerable when I find my healing mm-hmm. right like I don't want to be vulnerable when shit like things are shit are shit like mm-hmm. I mean it's cool to be that but like I don't want that to like be the main objective like mm-hmm. to just let everything out that's negative and let yeah. that direct you in a certain way like, you want to share what you've exactly. learned from and that's it. why some people can get that persona of like oh like people can be perfect on social media but it's like no people need time to heal so they mm-hmm. can come back and and express and, and be actually be vulnerable. Because that's mm-hmm. like I told you too, like, you know, vulnerability can lead to breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And I'm really strong. Like I heard my pastor say that and it really hit home for me. I was like, dang, that's so true because you just being vulnerable with somebody after your healing, after your growth, after everything you learn can actually help them move forward in what they're going through in their season. Mm-hmm. So that's why for me, like even recently, I'm like, you know what? Let me start being vulnerable with my with, with the people and all that, that follow me. Because mm-hmm. I still think it's powerful that, that my vulnerability can lead to the breakthrough. So. Well, and it touches people's lives that mm-hmm. you'll never even know. Exactly, exactly. And I've had people message me saying like, thank you so much for this post. Like, needed this. I needed this. Mm-hmm. And and or like, it's not, it's not that I'm, I'm big or, 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 or popping like that. It's just like, even your small circle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's important that, for example, like I wasn't telling people right away what I was going through, my mm-hmm. circle, but being able to go back and say, yeah, like I was going through that mm-hmm. and this is what I've learned through the journey. That's way more powerful than Knowing that you're just negative, like you're mm-hmm. just down, you're sad, you're going through something. I think it is important to be say, hey, it's it's okay not to get all the answers right away to your problems. Mm-hmm. It's okay to like go through a process of pain, you know, reflection and, and then being able to tell somebody about what you learned. That's why like now you'll see me like I went through so much stuff and I was I was low-key about a lot of the stuff. Some stuff that people knew that I passing, but how I felt about a lot mm-hmm. of that. Like how I felt. 
people knew what I was going, like knew what happened, but they didn't know how I was feeling about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in order for me, like I wanted to voice that when I was able, when I was ready to add value to people, not be a, hey, yo, feel sorry for me because this happened. Yeah. But I want there to be value mm -hmm. in what I've learned. So maybe if there's someone who experienced the death and never experienced or lost relationship that they put so much work into or whatever it is, mm -hmm. there can be some type of relationship that, that can like stick with them. Like, wow, like, that was important. That really helped me. I needed to hear that. Like, that's the best. When you get those messages, like, yo, I really need to hear that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Like, that, because I feel like that's a big purpose in my life, just to touch people. Like, just to really be um, a voice for people and help mm -hmm. them. And I feel like the only way if we do that more often is just being vulnerable with what we learned. Yeah. Um, that can lead to so much growth and so much breakthrough for mm -hmm. people. So, and I feel like you're really comfortable being vulnerable. Yeah. I've learned to be comfortable yeah. being vulnerable, but I want to ask you too, like, do you think it's harder for men to be vulnerable in relationships, on yeah. social media, everything? Yeah. Like, like I know just from what we've talked about mm -hmm. off camera, just the expectations men have yeah. on yeah. them. Like dating is super hard. Like mm -hmm. being vulnerable while dating. Like, yeah, I could hear it all the time. People are like, yeah, well, I just want a man who could be vulnerable with me and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, okay. And so it actually <laughs> like, happens. Do you actually? So it yeah. actually happens. Until someone opens up, hey, yo, I don't really like this and that or and they're open up to you and you're like oh that's just insecurity you're just being secure it's like mm -hmm. oh, okay well that's why we don't say nothing you know that's why yeah. we don't open up i feel like and i think i talked about this a little bit on the last podcast but i have always been a little more emotionally unavailable not that mm -hmm. i can't be vulnerable but that i like keep everything really close to my chest yeah. for a long time before yeah. i feel really comfortable with someone or that i trust them and so I feel like that's led me to attract more emotional men mm -hmm. and they open up right away. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I feel safe to do this, I guess, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. we're both sharing these things. Yeah. But I think too, like one thing I wanted to say is this quote I saw, and I'm not even sure if I'm going to say it correctly, but it's saying like, you're never going to say the wrong thing to the, the right, right person. person. Yeah. And I think it comes down to, and I know we've talked about this, but just being so authentically yourself yeah. and not losing sight of who you are yeah. because you're going to attract that right person. Yeah, and if it's a sure. fit, it's a fit. And if yeah. it's not, then you're, not. you're, you know, one person closer to your right person. Exactly. And I think that was something I had to really get comfortable with after getting divorced and starting to date again. Mm -hmm. And just knowing like, cause I've always been like, Oh, well I don't want to be too much or I don't want to be this or it's that. It's so hard nowadays. It's, like, so, it's hard. so much work just to like, yeah, it's mm -hmm. so, it's so much thought process now in dating. It's, it's crazy. Like mm -hmm. having to watch every move you make, walk on every eggshell because of just mm -hmm. the way society's been built relationships now. It's not the same no more. It's so yeah. much harder. Like I've been out the game for two years, mm -hmm. two and a half years. And that, and that by itself is like, everything's changed. It's mm -hmm. so much different now. Well, um, especially with all the apps, like you yeah. literally have unlimited options. Unlimited options. And I think that's like, it's helpful, but it's also kind of scary. Like, oh, they could be like, oh, they didn't like this one little thing about me. So they're just going to on to the next. But then I look at it like, oh, I can do the same thing. I don't like this one little thing about this one guy. Like scary. I can go date somebody then, else. Because then you're, you're, you're you're 45 years old and you're not married or anything or doing anything. It's like, damn. It's like, because thing about it, it's so funny. <laughs> Have you think. gone on any dates since? No. No? no. I, I'm a big, big believer that if like, if you're not ready, like, yeah. After a breakup, go talk to so-and-so, mess around. But it's like, yo, you're still going. You're only, your why is wrong. The reason mm -hmm. why you're doing that is not because you're ready. It's because you need a distraction. Yeah. Or you're hurt. Mm -hmm. And it's like, or you want revenge or whatever. Like, let me be the best version so that the next person that comes in my life has the best version. I'm, mm -hmm. they're not, I'm not having to carry baggage onto what I just went through. That's not fair. Yeah. You know, carry this baggage, all this baggage of what I just went through or what I'm healing with and being, and being able to cause conflict in that my next relationship, mm -hmm. you know? So 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron's big chilling. <laughs> I'm just focused on myself, focused <laughs> on the grind, focus focus with building the right connections with the right people, right mm-hmm. relationships, being open. Um, yeah. So, do you feel like there's certain aspects going into like your next relationship oh. that you want to like make very clear yeah. or do things differently than you did in the past? Uh, yeah, and I th- I think for me, I was always to that person I came like I wasn't enough. The process I'm going through right now, it's going to be natural that when I do find somebody, it's going to be natural already what I've learned mm-hmm. to go into that next relationship. Exactly. So. Well, in hearing you say that, like, you weren't enough or mm. feeling like you were giving your all, but it still wasn't enough. Mm. That's something that I felt yeah. in my last relationship. And it was just like I constantly felt like a benchmark was being moved and I could never reach the expectations of what the other person mm-hmm. wanted. And that is so hard, especially when you're a people pleaser and you mm-hmm. are like, I'm doing everything in my power mm-hmm. to make this a happy relationship. Yeah. And when it still isn't enough, it's like, wait, like I'm wrong or yeah. I'm, I can't, I'm not enough. And yeah. like hearing that, even though that was never said to me, like that's what's in your mind of thinking yeah. like, oh, I'm not enough. I'm never going to be enough. I'm never going to yeah. be able to please this person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now, like through therapy and self-reflection, mm-hmm. like getting into like my faith and mm-hmm. just doing all the inner work has made me look at it so differently and be able to really be authentically me and know that I am enough for the right person. Yeah. Like I, just, yeah. And that's just exactly no. coming back to what you said yeah. is like, if it's not a fit, it's not a fit. Yeah. And I feel like I hope that helps some of the listeners or viewers yeah. because I know there's so many times and probably so many people that don't feel like they have people they can reach out to Mm. and be vulnerable with Mm. or just say like, Oh, I felt that in a relationship Mm. too. And I, I never looked at it in this way or being able to look at it like, no, I need to be me and the right person is going to come into my life. I don't have to chase anything. And yeah. And that's, that's hundred percent how I felt about everything. It's just when you realize that it's not that I'm not enough, I'm just not the fit for that person. Mm -hmm. I'm not for that person. Do you feel like, one person always feels like they have more power than the other in a relationship? I know it's kind of a loaded question. Just, just depends. It depends where mm-hmm. you know where you stand. Yeah. You and know? I think that's where communication comes in yeah. too. Because it just depends on where that person's at in life. If, if like, if I'm doing my own thing and you're doing your own thing, by default, we should already understand what goes into doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, so, and you can be powerful together because yeah. I feel like sometimes, or at least the relationships I've been in, there's like somewhat of a power struggle of being like who's on top or who's making the decisions or who's going to win this well, argument. Yeah, like, I believe a lot of it. I don't know. I'm a little more traditional, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me clarify. Like speaking, like specifically to like more traditional, meaning like the man is the head of the household yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, And I feel like too. I mean, I generally actually would prefer that. Like, I don't want to be the strong one all the time. Like, I want to be able to be, like, for a lack of a better word, like, the submissive partner. And I feel like the the word submissive has such a negative connotation to Mm -hmm. it now. But, like, I've never dated a man that I felt like I could submit to. And that's that's what it is, Because I'm the masculine energy Mm -hmm. and I have to – I'm that way up at work Mm -hmm. and that's totally fine i love stepping into that role but then when it comes into my relationship like no i do want to be like the playful girl like i want to be that feminine energy i want to be able to take care of you like i want to be able to take care of a home and like make a nice place for you to come home to kind of thing like i want to be able to do that and i feel like there's so many like 
power struggles yeah. between females feeling like that mm. or feeling like, no, I need to be this strong and powerful. So like, obviously for you and your, and your, and your aspect, you just haven't met a man that can really be on that level with you. Like, mm -hmm. like, oh, he has you going on too. He's doing his thing. Or I truly believe that as men, we don't like, People get the mixed conception like, oh, well, he doesn't want me to be successful or, or have my own business. And that's not what the case is. Mm -hmm. That's great. Like we can relate, but we don't we don't necessarily that's not a deal breaker for us. I feel like that was something that uh, was a part of myself that I had to quiet down mm -hmm. in my past relationships, multiple mm -hmm. relationships. Like anytime something good for the business happened or anytime I like reached a goal or hit a new milestone, it was like a point of argument. I was so adamant about like, okay, give me five years. Like I can grow it to a point where I can take the time mm. away, but like, it's something that I'm so passionate about. Yeah. And I think that's a quality I really love in other people is mm. when they're so passionate about something and they're passionate about their goals. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't perfect. I knew I spent way more time than I should have on yeah. the business when I could have been putting time and effort mm. into a relationship, the relationships that I was in. But looking at that now moving forward, I feel like I've kind of looked at it as a balance and been able to see where I know I need to give up time on the business yeah. to focus on it's a relationship. A and I feel like, too, it's a quality that I'm looking for in a man going forward is that support and yeah. excitement and celebration yeah. rather than like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. so glad you started a podcast. Great, that's awesome. Sweet. But instead, like I, being able to have a partner that genuinely doesn't feel in competition with you that can build you up and be mm. excited and want to celebrate with you, I think it's so huge. Mm. And I think everyone should be able to have that. Yeah, because I feel like there's two things, either acceptance, mm -hmm. like accept that my women is going to be bigger than me mm -hmm. in this work of field mm -hmm. of financially or whatever it is, or saying, or boss up do you find <laughs> yeah, something to do, do right thing. do your own thing find a business mm -hmm. or find something that you're interested in or find something that you're passionate about or because a lot of the time it's like they're not in the same mindset yeah right and that's what it is like if, if you're right here and he's right here there's never going to be an understanding mm -hmm. it's always going to be hard but if you if there's people on the same mindset on the same type of that's what i kind of said earlier like mm -hmm. know what you're getting yourself into mm -hmm. but but i also did like you know we always said we hear all the time like you are who you surround yourself with right mm -hmm. so if if you're like it's crazy to say, but maybe you need to check yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm so comfortable in this group because this is how I am too. Mm -hmm. That when you're able to say, you know, I don't want to be like this no more. I want to have a growth mindset. I want to become better. I want to grow constantly in every area of my life, spiritually, financially, physically, mentally, everywhere. Then you start attracting people that yeah. are on the same mindset because then you start being identified and being aware like, yo, when you like when you have that aha moment and you're in the room with them and like, yo, this is kind of uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. like, I don't want, I don't want to be here. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, mm -hmm. and uh, growth comes and growth comes from outside your comfort zone. And then zone. you just, you just slowly start detaching yourself. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of like, I mean, I feel like social media has helped me find the lash community yeah. and reach out. But like, how did you guys all meet? Oh, so me and Cam met about like 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, we entered a, a business opportunity i'll say the least of that uh and i i always knew his i always knew his wife um mm -hmm. i grew up with her i didn't grow up with her but i was really close to her in middle school she came like a year we became we were best friends that year mm -hmm. um and i always knew her so then when we got reconnected in this business opportunity i met him 
And I was always like visually creative. I always love being creative with, you know, whether it's pictures, videos, fashion, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I was always into that. So when I met him, I was like, bro, what you do is help. like, I didn't know about it. So I, was yeah. just, I knew I was this type of person. I knew I loved it, but I didn't know any type of outlet of resources. So mm-hmm. we connected really tough through that. Um, and actually we were, because I have three brothers and out of everybody at first, me and him weren't the closest. Mm-hmm. So when we started hanging out more, I was like, dude, like what you do is like, I didn't even say dude, just sick, but I started just to like slowly gravitate myself towards him on a more and more connection level. And I started just honestly interning for him. Just mm-hmm. not even know I was interning. I was just, hey bro, like I'll yeah. go with you. Like that's fun. Are you going to be around what? You're doing this and that. I want to help. Mm-hmm. So I just literally was just like, yo, like, and then we just came so close to that. And then I, started, I interned for him for the first two years went part-time with him in the third, fourth, and then now I'm, you know, going full-time. Mm-hmm. So that's how I met him, and that's what we've known him ever since. We do everything together. Like, mm-hmm. I see, I talk to him every single day, see him almost every single day. Mm-hmm. And then we met Andrew um, through a mutual friend that was, he was just hosting, and I guess Cameron knew, like, uh, Cam and Andrew knew each other already, mm-hmm. but they weren't, like, close. They just were always, like, through the gram, like, oh, right. I, mutual. It was always mutual. Mutual yeah. friends, they knew each other. Um, but I met Andrew cause we had a, a, a workout sesh and he showed up and we were just chopping it up and I was like, Oh, you know, Cam, I know Cam too. I work with him all oh, great. And then he mm-hmm. kind of knew who we were doing. So after that, we just started getting close and then things started organically yeah. playing a part. And then we just started to come together, hanging out. And then that's how we built that. So, uh, you guys are like your own little mastermind group. Yeah, like no, everything honestly. that you guys talk about, bouncing off ideas, keeping each other accountable. Yeah, hungry, like, yeah. I just think that's so cool and so powerful. Yeah especially for other people to start to maybe think that, you know, that's something that they need in their lives. No, it's, you do. I'm going to tell you right mm-hmm. now, you do. You yeah. need that. You need that. Because if not, you're going to be just walking through life bullshit and just wondering why you're not where you want to be at. Mm-hmm. And it's called depression. It's called anxiety. It's called all this stuff. And it's like, yo, like, it's a little by little. It's not all happening fast and all one time. But I can tell you right now, when you when you start and you become consistent, and you start getting results, it just starts, it's just like a snowball effect. Everything starts happening. Everything starts changing in your life. Mm-hmm. You start feeling better. You start, you know, acting right. You start being present, you know, so. What do you think holds people back from starting in the first place? Fear. Mm-hmm. Fear, do you think it's inward or more outward, fear like judgment? Everywhere. Fear within themselves. They, can't, they don't believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, fear is what people think about them. Mm-hmm. But like I talk about it all the time, the fact that you're starting, you're already beating 80% of people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how many people have goals and dreams and they yeah. want to get like this. They want to get in the gym. They want to mm-hmm. have this type of source of income, like, but like they're not doing anything to do that. Like, right. But. That's what it is. But if you actually reverse that and say, damn, like I am doing this. Not much people are doing this. Mm-hmm. Who cares what people think about me or what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of it just falls off insecurities of themselves that they can't do it. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not doing it. You know, and that's it's just jealousy. It's envy. It's it's insecurity. Like, I wish I can do that, but they can't. So let me hate on this person for doing that. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of it comes down to. So it's just fear. It's really just, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, you know, for me, we're getting in the gym. It was the, the fear of the process. Like, damn, mm-hmm. like I'm going to show up looking thick, you know, <laughs> like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to look a certain way, but, you know, so, but then it's just starting like, yo, like, yeah, I'm going to show up looking thick, but by the time I'm done, mm-hmm. I'm going to look amazing. And that's going to be 10 times more valuable to me in the, in the, in feeding the soul that I can do it. So that, mm-hmm. the next time that something comes up my way, an opportunity comes away, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I can't do that. It's your present self doing mm-hmm. something for your future self. Facts. And that process and falling in love with it and getting Mm -hmm. excited and like i was the same way like when i was getting out of my last relationship i started working out again with a trainer a few like the beginning of 2020 Mm -hmm. and i had gained like probably almost 30 pounds and i just did not feel good i was like Mm -hmm. i cannot go to the gym like i'm embarrassed to go to the gym i'm embarrassed to start again and like knowing where i wanted to be and just knowing too like 
that process wasn't perfect for me, like getting to where I am now. Of course, I still have like other goals that I want to reach, but I feel so much better mentally. I feel mm. so much better, healthier yeah. and everything and just like changing my eating habits. But that's, you know, not saying that I didn't have my random binge eating moments yeah, throughout. Yeah. And like, I think too, that's where people get so hard on themselves and they want to quit. Yeah. Is there, cause I told my trainer in the beginning, I was like, I like to binge eat. Like, I don't know where that started or if it was because Netflix. I, was, <laughs> yeah. Or because like when I was lashing, I would lash all day and I would oh, go yeah. home and be so hungry. Schedule's I would eat yeah. everything. Yeah. And so I think I got used to doing mm. that. And then when I started weaving in other meals, I still wanted to binge eat mm. or like I would eat a whole big bag of Doritos or something. So I told my trainer, I was like, this is one of my worries. That's what Cam does sometimes. <laughs> I love you, Cam, bro. That was, that was, that was just like, okay. Perfect. But what flavor? The regular ones or Cool Ranch? Yeah, me too. I like both. <laughs> we'll bring them to the set next time. <laughs> um, but yeah, like looking at that, like I was telling him, I was like, I'm afraid that I'm just going to start binge eating and I'm going to ruin all this progress. And he's like, you can still eat what you want. Like try, try to portion control it. And I was like, ha, huh, okay. <laughs> like yeah. with me who likes to just sit there and start eat with it one all. chip, then you're down to the last chip. Exactly. Like, oh, but like now I'm in a mindset of, I've been working out with him for... I think I'm on my seventh month with him. Oh, nice. And now I'm like, I'm not even drawn to eat yeah. that way. I'm not even drawn to binge eat. I don't even buy chips anymore or anything like that because it's like, I think to your point of this is for future me mm -hmm. and present me is like, it's not worth exactly. it. And it comes and back to what right you were saying. It's like, exactly like what what's worth say, it. Man. Yeah. I think for me, like, for example, when you see someone like I, I've, I've even learned in a deeper scale, like going to the gym, know how much work it takes to go to the gym and get results mm -hmm. and be consistent and showing up when you don't want to show up, you know, and you mm -hmm. want to just sleep in or whatever. I think what drives attraction to people who go to the gym is not that their looks, that's a part of it, but it's their discipline. Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, this person's disciplined, you know, they're showing up every single day when they don't want to, they get results. Like, that's what's most attractive It's like, yo, mm -hmm. like this person is in the gym constantly discipline you know and i think how you do one thing is how you do everything mm -hmm. so if they're disciplined in, in their area and their life and in the gym they also care that in certain other aspects in their life too that they're disciplined so i think uh, i think that's huge it's tough to start but once you do it Bro, just so gets hard. easier it's so hard because you get so comfortable of just like eh, i'd rather just hang out with friends or be on my phone for four hours but once you like get out of that it's like yo i was on my phone for four hours in bed just mm -hmm. chilling not doing anything that's crazy mm -hmm. watching other people's lives mm -hmm. be entertained by other things other people like yo that's insane and mind blowing mind blowing yeah. the way that you just said that i want to say that again you spent four hours watching other people's lives mm -hmm. Like that is mind blowing to yeah. me thinking about like you could be present doing something for yourself. Doing your own you, life. Yeah. yeah. Doing something that you actually enjoy. And not going to lie. I do love a mindless scroll every now yeah, and of then. Course. But I'll be, be sending people funniest, <laughs> funniest yeah. videos ever. Yeah. And some of that, like it is nice to kind of unwind that way. But looking at it like, do you have goals? Are you driven? Do you want to get to a point where you're super excited yeah. about your life? Because I feel like that's hard. I feel like it, you know, within the last six seven months i've gotten really excited about my life yeah whereas huge. before it wasn't anything i thought of mm. it was just going through the motions like oh doing what i need yep. to do instead of what excites me what is bringing me joy how can i add value to other people's lives who's adding value to my life yeah. and like really getting excited about living life because we have no idea how much time mm. we have yeah that's awesome that's mm -hmm. huge that's huge for sure i think it's important and i hope everyone 
gets to that point where they yeah. can feel really excited about their lives. Yeah, they need to because it's like, yo, if you're not, like I said, if you're not growing, you're dying. So it's like, what are you really doing here? And I get it's hard. We all have gone through some shit. We all have gone through some heartaches and pain, you know, some crazy stuff. That mm-hmm. I, Nowadays, I don't even say I understand you anymore because I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, when I've, I've learned that. I always had a problem saying, oh, yeah, I understand, I understand. But I mm-hmm. don't understand. The audience now, that's why I love what you're doing now. Like, you've built your business. Mm-hmm. You've put in so much work. You have so much to sh- share. And now you want to get on a platform where you can be open about what you went through, what you've learned, which is right now, it might not be the hottest thing right now. Mm-hmm. But two or three years from now, when everyone starts catching on to that, hey, let's be vulnerable. Hey, let's let's mm-hmm. pour back out to the youth, to the community. Let's show people that we can do this and X, Y, Z. And let me have more of a... Of, uh, of an intentional lifestyle of just pouring out to people that's gonna that, that's gonna be huge so that's mm-hmm. why what you're doing is amazing because now you're just like hey let me give you an insight of what my life looked like when i was building this when everyone mm-hmm. else was looking at me like oh she's that maclash queen she's doing her thing boss babe this and that you're gonna be like okay well let me show you and tell you a little bit about what i went through that journey and i think that was something huge for me with even just starting the podcast is i wanted to be even more relatable i wanted people to see because so many people would message me and say, oh, you look so confident or you look so like natural and it looks so this. And I'm like, have you like scroll back on my page? Like it wasn't, I wasn't always confident. I wasn't always natural on Mm. camera. I wasn't always, I didn't know what to do. And I had to take those steps and I had to learn through them Mm -hmm. and figure out what felt natural to me. And that was something I was like, I want if ever anybody recognized me in public and followed me on Instagram, I would want them to feel like they're meeting the same person because there've been people that I followed on Instagram and I'm like, Oh, hi, you're so-and-so. And And it's like, they don't give you the time of day or they're like just rude or annoyed that you're even saying hi. And, but they've built this persona of themselves being this super nice, friendly, like, you know, so I was like, and that's happened to me. And I was just like, if I ever have a following and someone says hi to me, I don't ever want to make them feel the way mm. that I felt when I tried to say hi to that yeah. one girl. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my word. Yeah. So and I think, too, like just being relatable and real and raw. I think you're right. I think that's what's starting to gain more traction mm-hmm. on social media mm-hmm. to the point where more people are starting to be more vulnerable. Yeah. And it is hard. It's hard. It's hard to Not start. Easy. But like we've been talking about this overarching theme of this podcast is once you start, you're going to be confident. You're yeah. going to get to the place you want to be. You just have to go through that process to get mm-hmm. to that end goal. Tell me how you feel about this, right? Cause I feel like, like, what would you, I was talking to someone else recently, someone who's very successful, someone very in the scene, whatever. And, and I asked, him, I was like, so how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how are you been? And he was looking at me like, like what? Like, off guard. Because they're mm-hmm. so used to hearing about what they're doing on social media, yeah. what they're promoting, how their business is doing, yeah. X, Y, Z, that sometimes they want to hear about how, you know, how are you doing. Yeah. So when I asked that, he was like, I'm, I don't really get asked that question much. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, how am I doing? Like, no, no, no. I don't give a fuck about your business. Like, yeah, I do. Great. You're doing the same, but, I don't, but how are you doing? Like, yeah. Is it hard for you to like have conversations with people that like you've never met you? Wow. That's a good question. Because now that you even brought that up, I'm starting to think of questions people ask me. And it is, how's the podcast doing? How's the work going? How's the team? It's not really like, how are you? Yeah. And it's so it's not hard to have conversations with people who don't know me. Or yeah, like yeah, people yeah. in the Lash world, I think, ask me more Lash-related mm. questions. And they ask me social media questions instead of 
that's so funny. I never thought about that. Yeah. But yeah, it's not really like who I am as a yeah. person or what I like outside yeah. of work. But I feel like in dating is so different. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like they ask more personal questions because they have no idea who yeah. MacLash yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I would say people who like follow me on Instagram and know me for that, ask me those direct questions mm -hmm. rather than how are you? Yeah, which is which is understandable. Like we mm -hmm. get it because that's their soul. But it's like, yeah. that's where like the 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 demographic needs to switch their mindset. Like, yo, mm -hmm. can you imagine what that would, you would probably have more of an impact in that relationship if you didn't ask what's so obvious, mm -hmm. right? Have more like, have more in-depth conversation with somebody. And I get it. Mm -hmm. Some people are really off guard and have your boundaries, but man, I can imagine yeah. how you feel. Someone's like, how are you doing? Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm doing Mac Lash. No, no, not Mac I would be Lash, like, what? But how, like, how are you doing? Are you Wait, good? like me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh shit. Like, mm -hmm. well, and I get it. You know, that's yeah. why like when I had that conversation with that guy, I was like, damn, like I can't imagine being at that caliper of yeah. not just influence, but like business, having to, you know, and please so many people and then you're in your, mm -hmm. in your business and your, your employees, your everybody yeah. that sometimes, and that's what, like I go for everyone. That, why do you, like, I always notice like all these celebrities, famous people, they're going through so much mental health, but yeah. they have everything, right? Yeah. But it's like, they're just, it's like, for me, it's like, mm -hmm. just a conversation. Like, how are you yeah. doing? You know, I think yeah. it's more. Well, I'm sure that meant a lot to him because it's probably uncommon. Yeah, I feel was, like obviously like people in my circle or like the girls here, especially Nola, I spend more time with Nola than I think anybody down here. She, I mean, especially when I was going through my divorce, mm -hmm. like they all were very much like, how are you doing? Are mm -hmm. you okay? Like, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. And like, that was so huge yeah. to me to like getting those text messages or just like when we were in person yeah. down here because... I felt for so long that I had to go through it by myself yeah. and then I had to deal with it alone. So it really like I really appreciated everyone who reached out and it like makes me want to like tear up a little bit. But like yeah. knowing that they genuinely cared about yeah. how I was feeling and like work didn't matter at yeah. that point. It was just like, no, how are you? And yeah, I like disappeared yeah. for like four yeah. months. Yeah. <laughs> I like wasn't you really to, on though. social media. Exactly like you said, mm -hmm. you kind of have to retreat and go inward. Like I wasn't really on social media. I wasn't really at the shop. Even still now, I'm not spending a lot of time down here because mm -hmm. I'm focused on working from home and staying with the dogs. And building everything else yeah. outside of MacLash, yeah. Mm -hmm. sure. And so it's just been... So I would say like the people close to me, obviously, yeah. were checking in and actually mm -hmm. asking how I was, but yeah. not really the people who don't know me. Yeah. But then again, I wasn't really sharing any of yeah, that I mean, until recently. The expectation is not there. Like we don't expect mm -hmm. people to like, hey, but it's like, yeah, you're always going to remember that person. Even if you never met him before. Mm -hmm. The next time you see him like, oh, yeah, I remember that person. Great. Yeah. Like, he's an awesome person. Like, this like, he, that, genuinely like he genuinely asked me asked actually me. how I was doing. It's because the intentions are pure, right? Mm -hmm. When you intentionally know someone's intentions. You just know, like, off the bat, like, wow, like, yeah, nah. but yeah, that's so wild. She's like, mind my wall. I didn't think <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that before. Yeah. But that just shows you, like, on the outside looking in, right? Like, mm -hmm. I definitely probably see things that you probably don't see, and you mm -hmm. see a lot of things that I don't see. And mm -hmm. that's the beautiful part of coming together and saying, like, yo, right. like, let's share perspectives mm -hmm. because you can learn that way. And that's why it's like having that open mind is very important because. You, you, like I said, you don't know what you don't know. You can learn from so much in a different perspective, especially if you're on like this journey of trying to like build yourself in different aspects in your life. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to connect yourself with people who can actually show you or not show you, but like can like be there for you and like, hey, did you think about this way or how about that yeah. way? Or what do you think about this? Or just constantly challenging yourself, mm -hmm. you know? So, well, that's the thing. I feel like that's hard because sometimes when people do start to 
like a massive following yeah, on Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. or something, like they start to get a big head. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was more like embarrassed by it yeah, almost. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to tell anyone that I like Scary. have an okay following, like a decent yeah. following. And like, it doesn't make me better than anyone. I just happen to have more eyes yeah. on me. Yeah, exactly. And I think I have taken that to heart because it gives me a bigger chance to impact more lives which is another reason why i wanted to start doing things like this and start talking about more deep conversations and i'm so glad that you are down to come on the pod because i feel like this is this episode is going to give people a lot of perspective Mm -hmm. and a lot of insight on how to start and grow Mm -hmm. and how to kind of maybe look at things a little bit differently than they have before no 100 that's awesome yeah that's i'm glad i'm 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 glad you had me on the pod. First, I was nervous. I was like, damn, I didn't shave. My <laughs> outfit's not on point. I'm like a bum. But I was like, you know what? It's not about that. You know, it's about no. getting. And it's funny because I've always been telling Cam this world, like I've, I'm at a place in my life now where I feel like I'm so grounded within myself that I'm open to have like broadcast conversation mm-hmm. that was going to be on the Internet. That's going to be out. And so and so, like I said, like I'm not perfect. I've had, you know, I've done some stuff that. Everyone's just something they're not proud mm-hmm. of in their past. But how I always look at it is like your past doesn't present you. Mm-hmm. It's just what you're doing now that represents you in the future. Like yeah. that's what matters. Like I actually have a tattoo. Exactly. That undefined. says yeah. undefined. That's awesome. Because I was really, at that time, I was really adamant about, you know, letting myself know that I was undefined by my past. Mm-hmm. And specifically that I was undefined by what other people thought of yeah. me. Because that was something I really struggled with. I was constantly worried about what other people mm-hmm. thought instead of focusing on being myself yeah. and attracting the right yeah. friendships yeah, and attracting yeah. the right relationships and knowing that, kind of coming back to yeah. that same thing, like you're not going to be th- wrong for the yeah. right people. Exactly. It's just crazy. Life is wild. It's wild. Yeah, for sure. I'm just living and growing. Living and growing. You know, I ain't trying to die. So Mm-mm. No, not anytime soon. No. All right. Well, I think... This is a good place to wrap up. I feel like yeah. we covered so much mm-hmm. and I'm just so grateful for you to wanting to come on. So we are going to answer a couple of live questions. So we'll pull those up. By the way, thank you for having me on. Oh my you gosh. Know, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. No, literally. I loved this conversation. Oh, this one is, do you have a favorite employee? I'll answer this and say, no, I literally love all of them. I feel like. Think of like your favorite thing about each employee. Ooh. That'd be cool. My favorite thing about each employee, I feel like one thing I've actually really appreciated about Diana, who's been with me the longest, is she has actually given me constructive criticism and feedback to help me grow. Mm -hmm. And at first it was like, oh, my feelings are hurt. But she's just so sweet. And like another thing I love about her, like we'll be out at happy hour or something or when we do a team night, she's the first one to be like super excited and let's get shots going. And it's so funny because she's like, calm and professional at work and then outside of work she's just like "Woo, let's go and it was really fun for me to see that side of her um let's see i'm trying to like go by beds like where everyone sits um then we have little kenzie she's just so sweet and she's really good at being vulnerable right away and like like building deep connections really quickly which i I feel like i've learned from Mm -hmm. her like been able to be more open like that um Brittany Brittany's hilarious and I think she's just again just so sweet she drives all the way from Renton up here and she's just like she's so dedicated and I remember too when she was first taking my class and like first 
being an employee, she's always asking like, is there something I can be doing different or can you like help me do this? Mm-hmm. And she's just so dedicated to the craft. That's yeah. it's just really respectable. And then we have Kaylee and Kaylee is Cameron's wife. Shout out Kaylee. <laughs> Shout out Kaylee. And I first met her. She came and took my class and same thing. Just so kind. And she is so meticulous and so particular about the way she does things especially when she was learning microblading and same thing she just wanted feedback to become better and she like i love how she does brows and i book my brows with her and she oh yeah her attention to detail is unreal so i yeah and i really appreciate that obviously Um, And then we have Jenny and Jenny is awesome. So she works at another job doing sugaring and then she works here with us. And she actually, I really appreciate how available she is. This is going to be totally not related to work, but she has dog sit and house sit for me so many times and one thing i really appreciate about her is when i'm gone she like sends me pictures of the dogs and nola does the same thing too when nola's watching my dogs like they'll send me pictures of the dogs and she's just so sweet and like when someone else can like love my Mm -hmm. dogs like that i really appreciate appreciate, like how available she is to like be down to help me with them and then we have Tallulah. And Tallulah actually is originally from London. So her accent is so cute. And she like oh, grew up in LA. Yeah, she has an accent. Um, she's just badass. Like she's just a rad human. She started calling us all queen. And so now <laughs> like yeah, whenever I'm with her, I'm like, I love that she like calls us queen. And but yeah, she's just a badass. Um, again, also, all of them are just so their attention to detail is incredible. And then we have D, our other Diana. Mm. Um, she was so funny because when she first came on, she was a little more reserved, a little more quiet. Mm. And then we went to the Vegas trip. Little Kenzie and D came with me. And she was just a party, like so much fun, like such good energy. And I think that's so fun to be able to have our relationships while we're at work and more professional and chill and then be able to like go to dinners and happy hours and everything. Um, kind of seeing another like side of everybody, mm. but yeah, just the energy that she brings is really fun. Um, and then we have Nola and Nola. I spend the most time with, I cannot say enough good things about Nola. It's insane to me how she literally thinks of things before I even ask her mm. or she just her attention to detail with everything and just willingness to learn new things to help alleviate my stress of things that I can pass off to her. And she just is always on top of it. She's so organized, which is a blessing because I am so not organized and she can come in and kind of organize my thoughts and get things together. And I just really appreciate how on top of it she is on our social media Mm -hmm. and just really keeping things moving and Mm -hmm. running smoothly. And it's like, it's so nice because I feel like, I can just brain dump and she's like, okay, let's organize it. And we're going to do this. And she, one of my favorite things is she does things before I ask her, like I'll come in and I'll see that she's vacuumed Mm -hmm. because the lines are perfect on the carpet or I'll come in and I'll see that she's like redone my whiteboard Mm -hmm. for me for the following month. And she's like gone into my calendar and put things on there that need to be on there. And it's just, I just compliments you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I would do without Nola. That's so, that's so crazy that you say that. Cause even just like, my experience with working like a job, like a corporate job, mm-hmm. the fact that you're able to name everybody 
and what their traits are and what you like about them and like that means you know them specifically mm-hmm. that means you put time into the relationship it's so crazy because sometimes some jobs like, they don't even know who you are mm-hmm. you know? so it's like even though like i'm about to leave my my my, my current job and my manager, he's kind of like you. He knows about everything, but my but my district mm-hmm. manager doesn't know shit about nobody. Yeah. So the fact that you just like heard you like go into depth about each individual person, that's like crazy to me. I just had like, a moment mm-hmm. where I was like, damn, like I was like, if I asked so and so, he probably wouldn't know what the hell. Yeah. Anything is. So that's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, well, and they're cool. awesome, and that's what I I wanted to really focus on. That is like bringing people in that were like minded, mm-hmm. that wanted to have a positive environment yeah. and be. You know, not not that we have to be best friends, yeah. but, you know, you want to have that environment that you feel like you can mm. ask questions and you can grow in. And it's not something that's possible everywhere. Yeah. And no, I hope they sure. feel that way, too. I hope they feel like it's a good, positive environment. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything you regret? Do you want to answer that one? Uh, I mean, I, my, my perspective on regrets kind of... Uh, my perspective is different too. Like, I look at it like it's I like can learn cliche. from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't regret anything, but like, especially where I'm at now, I've learned that probably the things I regret has probably taught me the most, mm-hmm. and that you can't get that back. Like you know, yeah. growth is so important to me. So, not that I necessarily regret anything. Um, I'm just that person where it's like, yo, it, it is what it is. Like mm-hmm. it happened. Like what did I learn from it? Yeah. Uh, not really anything I regret. I, I mean, think probably regret not shaving this morning. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I would say the only thing I regret is, and again, like I didn't have the tools or the mindset mm-hmm. at the time to be in this place where I would even think this. But now looking back, the only thing I regret is not having more meaningful conversations mm-hmm. with my grandparents yeah. who have passed. Mm-hmm. Because at that age, you know, I was 17 to like 22, 23 when they passed away in that span of years. But like looking back, I wish I would have had more meaningful conversations. I have my grandma and then one grandpa left and I look at them and I just think about like the conversations I have with them now Mm -hmm. are so different than the conversations I had with them when I was younger and actually trying to get their perspective on things and have those deep conversations to kind of understand what it was like growing up in their shoes. But that would be the only thing that I really regret because I agree with you. I think I've learned through all the mistakes yeah, that I've exactly. made that there's no point in me ruminating on this regret because it's not going to do anything for me. Yeah, it seems like his perspective, like what you just said right now, is, it's, 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 I can say this like confidently, is that unfortunately that happened. But moving forward now, you know to have those why it's important to have meaningful relationship conversations with people mm-hmm. for that reason. Because you've already experienced that like, damn, I should have done it with that person. But now I won't let that happen again. That's why every single time I have a conversation with somebody, I'm going to have this conversation that's meaningful. Like, mm-hmm. learn more. So if anything, it taught you something. Yeah. It's unfortunate it happened that way. Right. But life's unfortunate, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. For real. Well, I think that concludes the episode. Yeah. I know this was, was a long one. That was fun, though. Um, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Super dry. <laughs> I know. I've been drinking water this whole time. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening or watching. If you want to be entered to win a t shirt, leave us a comment on our latest YouTube video, and we'll be picking one of those in the next couple weeks.